forever. Dog. Today we have a very special episode for you. Uh, we recorded a live episode at the Lyric Hyperion in LA with the wonderful guy Branham. It's the same show you know and love, but live. We talk about the American Girl Place. It was very fun. It was a delight. But it's this also... time we had laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Immediate confirmation. Uh, this is also our one year anniversary, our 52nd episode. So thanks for listening to us for this year in whatever amount of that year you've listened. Enjoy. for coming to Mall Talk live. <laughs> We're so glad you're here. We're here in the flesh. You're here in the flesh. We see you. We're Incredible. gonna start like we normally do. Are you ready? Okay. Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Paige Weldon. I'm Emily Fay. Let's talk about the mall. Emily, how many times did you go to the mall this week? I went three times. <laughs> I went a solid three. Okay. So the first time, uh, last last episode, I talked about going to Century City to try on underwear to then buy online. You guys um, know that, right? Of course. Okay. Because um, I'm trying to be hot, of course. That's what's happening right now. Mission uh, accomplished. I, okay. I All right. Well, <laughs> I received that underwear, and <laughs> half of it, I was like gotta go uh so i went back to century city to exchange half of this underwear mm-hmm. haul which was five pairs okay this is 10 pairs okay gotta and get the numbers right i did and also it had switched to 10 for 30 so i did a price adjustment okay i'm a huge bitch and i saved 10 dollars. congratulations <laughs> and then it turned out i'd been there for one hour seven minutes <gasps> And I didn't, you guys know what that means. That means <laughs> that's bad news. <laughs> that is seven minutes too many. And so then I was like, I don't want to spend half of my gorgeous $10 refund <laughs> at Gelson's right now. So I went into Bloomingdale's and I went into the gift wrapping area where they validate. And I went, oh. I was like here to buy something for my boss and I couldn't <laughs> find it. I'm so sorry. Could I get validated anyways? I'm so sorry I'm about so this. I'm so sorry. I know I didn't buy anything, but like, <sighs> ugh. And she was like, next time, I need you to have someone call up from whatever department you're in. But they this always time, say that. This time, I'll do it. <laughs> next time, right? Next this time, it's okay. This time, no one wants to make a phone call down to linens or whatever for my lie. <laughs> you know, nobody wants that. No. Um, then the second time, I went to the Grove. To, to check out today's store. For research. For research, of course. Uh, the only reason to ever go to the Grove. <laughs> yes. I, I just walked around a little. I ended up buying something from Sephora. 
Okay. Yeah, a skincare set of their in-house skincare line. Do this, does their in-house line have a, a separate name, or is it just it's Sephora? It's just Sephora, like the makeup. It Lazy. seems fine. It seems fine that so far. That sounds correct. It's been two days. Okay. Um, yeah, not not super eventful there. Oh, except that Sephora is opening across Inside, I also saw Sephora, this. Where anthropology used to be. So now we have oh. two Sephoras at I the Grove. Or are they just moving into that bigger space? It says more Sephora. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I don't know if that means they're going to keep both or it's a larger space. Imagine if they keep both. <sighs> the under <laughs> I would hate that. Oh my god. I don't god. know why, but I would. I hope they do just to see how. Yeah. You know. I want to know why and I want to yeah. know how. Um and then today actually I went to the Galleria, the mm -hmm. classic, of course, and the Americana cuz I wanted a cute little outfit for something. And so I immediately went into PacSun. Uh <laughs> which Every time I go in there and I am not immediately like escorted out, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> I got away with something. Uh, I think PacSun needs all they can get. Those clothes are not for me, but I did buy two dresses. <laughs> I think you can find any something anywhere, kind of like how in Ratatouille, like a chef can sure. come from anywhere. My goal right now, though, is to be dressed like a Euphoria teen. And Isn't that show sad? Yeah, but they look okay. great. Okay. <laughs> They're very hot. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. Got it. Um, and then I went into Aeropostale. <laughs> and then I went into Abercrombie. <laughs> and then I went into Brandy Melville. <laughs> I'm going through a crisis. I feel like you're going to, I feel like 10 minutes from now you're going to be like, and, and then I went, uh, uh, and you're just going to break down. Yeah, there's, you know, something's going on, I guess. Uh, and then I got a cheese pretzel. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I love to hear that. And then I came here. Oh my God, straight oh my away? Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Can fresh. Can you believe it? Fresh from the mall. Still on me. Uh, Paige, how many times did you go to the mall this week? I just went once, uh, also for research. Uh, I went to the Grove. We're anthropologists. Yeah. We have PhDs. With an IE. Anthropology. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I went to the Grove today. Uh, I parked at the farmer's market, as you have to. Mm -hmm. And I actually, I uh, got lunch at Phil's Deli. You love Phil's. I love Phil's Deli. You have a sweatshirt from Phil's. I, 15 bucks. Get one. <laughs> it's very comfortable. Uh, I, I sat next to a very difficult old couple. Um, that sounds like who, who would be at Phil's. <laughs> you know when you see the server like lose their patience? Yeah. There had been a number of annoying questions, and then uh, the server said, what type of cheese would you like? We have cheddar, Swiss, you know, she listed a few, and then the, the woman said, do you have pepper jack? And she went, no, just the ones I just said, ma'am. <laughs> I avoided eye contact so hard, I was like, do not look at me, I cannot handle this. Um, I, I walk. Mean, you're working at a deli. That's what you got to expect. I mean, I respected how long it took her to get there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I could not believe it. Um, I enjoyed myself there. I, uh, I headed over to the Grove from the farmers market. That's when I saw the news about more Sephora. Yeah. I also saw. Apparently, it says. Did you see? It says Top Man reopening soon. No. Top Man Top Shop what? reopening soon, right next to Sephora. No. Which feels like. 
that's wrong. And <laughs> I'd like to write a letter to the editor of this, The Grove. If they do this, this would be like somebody being like, I'm moving. I need three going away parties. <laughs> Everyone's going to miss me so much. And they like leave for a week and they're like, I'm back. I couldn't. Just, I, I did that just to see if you guys would really miss me. This is literally. We won't top shop. This is throwing your own funeral just to see what people say. It was negative and then you're overall. Like, I'm alive. Just kidding. But then everyone's mad at you. I mean, we have to keep tabs on the situation uh, as it develops. I'll post the photo on Instagram for proof. Um, I heard my favorite thing I've ever heard at the Grove today. I swear to God, I didn't see the people. I didn't catch any more of the conversation. But I heard a woman say, I can't fucking wait to be in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that because she feels like she's in Paris at the Grove and she's uh, on she's like oh my god almost that is the most Grove shit (laughs) oh I forgot something about when I was there okay they have this today where's the Amazon Prime pop-up no they had um something called a beauty first aid bus oh yeah yeah this was uh for some Amazon Prime series that's like very like steampunk 1800s carnival i think cara delavine is like a fairy or something but like big sized and so they had a bunch of like fake like displays of bones and then you could press a button and it's like the bones move i think that was not there i feel like i would have (laughs) noticed um no it was a there were a bunch of people handing out tiny packets of skincare samples and then you were supposed to get in line to go onto a bus that kind of looks like one of those buses where you get tested for stds Uh stis excuse me um (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, excuse me. I went into Nordstrom briefly to use the bathroom. Uh, I saw a set of mannequins where one mannequin in the center was doing hover hands. (laughs) I swear to God, over these other two mannequins, (laughs) a foot in the air. So I loved that. Um, I briefly popped into Paige, the jeans store. Uh, You gotta. Um, And I just had this, like, I, like, walked through this fantasy in my mind of, like, going through the process of, like, buying something at Paige, and they're, like, about to, like, full charge, like, full price charge me, and I go, do you know who I am? (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) I will not pay $200 for this army green tank top <laughs> that I don't want. I don't like any of the clothes in Paige. Yeah. Are their jeans good? I don't think so. Okay. Sad. Um, then, um, oh, and then I, I concluded my trip. Uh, I went to the store, and then I also uh, went to Starbucks to get my uh, parking validated. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a bunch of fucking kids running all over the farmer's market right now. Several groups of French teens on oh, no. trips. It's a nightmare. Not um, the French teens. <laughs> we're yelling at each other in French. Um, <laughs> and uh, when I was in Starbucks, there, was, there were these three young boys, I would say, like maybe like 10 years old. And uh, they were already being trouble. One of them ran up and was like, I'm sorry, could I cut? I'm with him. I was like, I guess. Yeah, what are you going to do? There's nothing to do. And then a few minutes later, I was waiting for my iced tea, and he came over to me holding a $100 bill, and he said, can you break this into 520s? (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) No! I, first of all, no. <laughs> first of 
of all, no one in this Starbucks has 520s on them. And if they do, don't talk to them. Uh, he's going to get $100 stolen from him. I mean, either that or he's trying to scam you. Do you think? Yeah, I think French teens <gasps> are scammers. No, he wasn't French. <laughs> he wasn't French, oh, but this, that was revealing. Okay, this is it. <laughs> Before we get to our interview with Guy Branham, we have to tell you about the sponsor of today's show, Simple Health. If you're on birth control, looking to get back on, or want to try it for the first time, then you know how difficult and confusing the process can be. From figuring out which method you want, to dealing with refills at the pharmacy, or remembering to renew your prescription, it's not very simple. Enter Simple Health. They're changing all of that with online birth control prescriptions and free home delivery, making birth control accessible, convenient, and affordable for all women. Here's how it works. Go to simplehealth.com slash mall and fill out an online health profile with your medical history, conditions, and birth control preferences. Whether you already know the exact brand you want or need to su- need something to skip periods, manage acne, Simple Health has you covered. A licensed doctor will review your information, determine if you're a good candidate for birth control, and write you a prescription for the right medicine method, whether that's the pill or anything else. Then your birth control ships to your door for free on a recurring schedule so you never have to worry about forgetting a refill or missing a pill again. Simple Health is designed by doctors and every patient is carefully reviewed by a doctor so they're bringing the doctor's office to you, meaning you can skip the hassle of appointments and pharmacy lines, but still get the quality care. Plus, their doctors and customers care team are just a message away. Whether you have general questions, need your prescription changed, or need assistance with cost, they're committed to finding the right fit for you. I personally sometimes, you know, if my prescription runs out and I'm like, oh, I need this very soon, I got to go to the doctor. Then I got to call a bunch of pharmacies figuring out which one has my brand. It's it's a pain. Don't just take it from us. Simple Health has already been rated five stars by hundreds of women. And best of all, Simple Health is free with most insurance plans, so you can pay absolutely nothing to use this service every month. For those without insurance, it's still super affordable. Pills start at just 15 a month, and monthly shipping is free for everyone. The annual prescription is usually $20, but listeners of Mall Talk can try Simple Health for free. Just go to simplehealth.com slash mall. M-A-L-L, or enter the code MALL at checkout. Uh, This is not a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor. You still need those for your overall help, but it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. Try a better way to get birth control of Simple Health by going to simplehealth.com slash mall or enter code MALL at checkout. Give it a try. You'll like it. Okay, now back to Mall Talk Live with guest Guy Branham. So, what movie did you see at the Grove? I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, did you like it? Um, I have a strong theory that it is. <laughs> I like how uh, this is starting. <laughs> um, I like. Okay, my hard theory is that it is a film that asks us to contemplate the absence of women from most filmmaking in the 20th century. <laughs> No, I'm serious. I have a long argument that I will make on a different podcast. Um, but uh, I, I thought it was interesting, though. I had, um, uh, like, I was there alone and, like, two seats down from me. 
there was sort of like a gray bearded Gen Xer who reeked of bourbon who leaned over to tell me that he liked my sweatshirt <laughs> and I was like okay and then he kept <laughs> being like he would he was being the man who likes Tarantino movies. He was whistling at attractive women on the screen. He oh was my sna- god! He snapped repeatedly. He snapped when he was like excited. Uh, and like he was at like a poetry reading. Like, yes. Okay. But in a but in a more sexual assaulty way. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> I'm there. And when um, spoiler Luke Perry came on screen, he said, "Luke Perry, dead." <laughs> and I. At that point, miss dialogue. And I was like, I'm not missing dialogue for this. So then I said, shh. And he said that if I shushed him again, he would destroy me. And then I immediately got up, went and told a person about that, and then told that person I would just be going into the screening that started 15 minutes later, went to the bathroom, and then went into a screening that had started 15 minutes later and did not miss a moment of the film. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a great plan. The Grove um. provides for us in a way that people who don't live in like central Los Angeles can never truly understand. <laughs> <laughs> sort of the hero's journey yeah. that you went through. Um, but on my way out, they had things like shut down. And so I had to... Um, are you guys familiar with... Uh, the short story about a town that has solved all of its problems, but it involves uh, one child who must be tortured at all times. No. No. Some people (laughs) just leave. It's by a female sci-fi writer of the mid-20th century. But I feel that way about the little bronze sculpture of children selling (laughs) at the Grove because it is... I had to walk past it, and it's this moment of like true horror. Yeah. Of like, this is the drag queen version of real American life <laughs> that like we coastal elites <laughs> manifest for ourselves to worship real America. Just like lemonade? Yes. On a bridge? We're not sure. They do look a little frozen in time. No, it's it's so it's so terrible. Um, and to have that like 60 yards away from a place where I have paid $4 for a macaron. (laughs) Not thought twice about it. Um, I just feel is disgusting. Yeah. That one, the one kid has, is like holding like a hose. That's like always just like endlessly just going. There's a kid with a hose. Yeah. I haven't seen him, but <laughs> I used he to sounds love sad. those statues <laughs> when I was a kid. I was like, this is so fun. <laughs> They're so fun. Well, I mean, and then at the other end of things, you have the statue of um, the spirit of Los Angeles, which is clearly a man angel sexually assaulting a female <laughs> angel. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> let's be go. honest. It all, you know, it all once upon a time in Hollywood. This statue, it's all the same. <laughs> it's all coming together. Is the Grove the mall you usually go to? Yes. I mean, it is the thing closest to me. Uh, I probably shouldn't, but like, <laughs> I do love... Were you guys around for the golden age of Mario Lopez being at the Grove every day yes. at 10? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better than... <sighs> I need to get another charger for my iPhone. <laughs> and that involving me having to shove past Mario Lopez mm-hmm. um, yeah. saying who's broken up that day. <laughs> well, and also there's a way that um, like 
Paige, I know that the the film and aesthetics are the, like clueless means a fair amount to you, right? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I just remember you watching with rapt attention Iggy Azalea, um, the Iggy Azalea video where where she is. Yes. Yeah. But just the mall technology of what clueless, what clueless is defining as like great malls, like the West Side. Um, Pavilion yeah. mm-hmm. um, is, is just like, or the Beverly Center. I mean, this is this is mall technology that we have moved past, <laughs> and um, I just, you know, I, I really believe in the Grove. Okay. She would have loved the Grove. <laughs> okay, got what? it. <laughs> What was that? She would have loved the grow. She would have loved like the grow. Like, that's yeah. where she yeah. would have gone. Like, she was at an indoor mall because she had to be. Right. right. Yeah. And I feel like there's nothing more <laughs> hilarious than um, there is a mall in Chicago called the Old Orchard Mall, which is an open-air mall <laughs> in a place that, like, where winter lasts eight months out of the year. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you people fucking doing this? And, like, the arrogance of the grove just mm-hmm. being, like... Um, not only is there no precipitation, but we will pretend that it snows in the winter time <laughs> yeah. to edify, like, to me, watching Persian Jews enjoy a uh, Christmas song and dance number w- while fake snow falls is the core of what Los Angeles is about. <laughs> That's so beautiful. That is, the, that is what that statue should be, the spirit of Los Angeles. <laughs> um, so, but what was your mall growing up? My mall growing up was the Peachtree Mall in Linda, California, which was the closest mall to us. Um, I saw several movies there uh, that I remember. Um, I remember being very angry at my mom that we had to go see uh, Out of Africa instead of the film DC Cab. Um, which was a movie where Mr. T drove a cab. Got um, it. Okay. Was it in DC? Uh, I believe so. I never saw the film. Um, <laughs> but at the time, I was like, this will be better than Out of Africa. Um, but it was a, a very bad mall that was very close to the levee system in our town and constantly flooded. So Gosh. by the time I was like 10 or 11 years old, um, it everything had gone away from it. The JCPenney's left. It was like... Um, JCPenney was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, we keep losing half of our inventory three times a year. No, it's, it's just true. Uh, and then we were mallless as a community until when Heavy, I, was, yeah. I was in high school. And then the mall, colon, at Yuba City um, <laughs> opened up very close to my home. But it also... Because we don't really have an economy where I am. <laughs> um, and so it had a hard time keeping stores. So we, mu- like, realistically, the mall, um, Sunrise Mall in Citrus Heights was the mall I went to, and I was like, this is a mall. This is bustling. They've got a bookstore, you know? It is not flooded in here. It's not flooded in here. <laughs> it's dry. It, it, like, looked like malls on shows on TV, and I was like, okay, we've got it. This mm-hmm. is where TV takes place. And I also so love Sunrise Mall as a name. It was wonderful. I participated in a, um, uh, a uh, what do you call it, um, focus group for the trailer of the film Up Close and Personal with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, where <laughs> she plays a sexy news reporter um, <laughs> at the mall, at, uh, at Sunrise Mall. Wow. It That's was, a it moment. It was really exciting. Wait, well, okay, so you you saw the film before it was released. No, I saw the trailer before you it was released. You saw the trailer before it was released. I was, bustling, so <laughs> I was bustling through the Sunrise Mall with my sister, who no longer speak, um, 
And a lady was like, do you have five minutes? And my sister was like, no. And I was like, yes. <laughs> um, and then we went and we were shown a trailer of a Michelle Pfeiffer movie from the mid-90s. And I turned a dial, depending on whether I liked or did not like what I was seeing. Oh, <laughs> so that was how it worked. It was like moment to moment. You had to say like how pleased like, you were. Do you yes. want to see this movie? Exactly. And did you ever see the movie? Um, I never saw the film. <laughs> uh, and I distinctly remember... I liked the parts where she had yellow or uh, blonde hair. I disliked the parts where she had brown hair. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Very hurtful. Um, no, I'm fine. Uh, I'm going to turn the dial on us. Just back and forth. <laughs> he has a dial that whenever I'm speaking, damn. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but like. <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't know. Something deep in my soul. No, I just wanted to see how much impact I had on the world. And so I was like, I'll wait and I'll see this trailer. And if she is more blonde than she is in this cut of the trailer, mm-hmm. then I will feel like I have a voice. And then I never, I don't Yeah, remember. so you, did, you didn't find the trailer later and check in. No. Okay, you just assume that. <laughs> You did, did what you had to do. Did you like hang out at this mall like a lot? Um, not really. I mean, like Sunrise Mall was only a we as a family are going down okay. to Sacramento sort of so thing. So it was kind of far. Yes, it was kind of far, like an hour. Um, but the mall at Yuba City, people tried to hang out there, but it didn't <laughs> really work because there was nothing fun to do. Mm-hmm. There was like kind of an arcadey thing, but we didn't enjoy it. the The bulk of the time I actually spent at that mall was when I was in Mall Santa my junior year of high school. Wait, this was in high school? Yes. Okay, speak on this. <laughs> um, Let's get way into this. Um, so uh, my mom saw an ad in the paper that said that they were looking for Mall Santas and was essentially like, you're fat. Perfect. You should do it. <laughs> Football's over. Go for it. Um, and then I was like, but we're Jewish. Uh, and my mom was like, your dad's not. Um, <laughs> so then I, I went to one of the iconic strip malls of Sacramento, the How About Arden strip mall. If either of you have ever performed at the Punchline in Sacramento, uh-huh. it's in the How About Arden uh, shopping center. Okay. Because, because it's at the corner of How and Arden. So its name is How About Arden. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I, I just feel like usually what they do is they just they don't put anything between. They just throw the <laughs> names together and it's fine, you know. Oh, no. For example, the Wiltern here in Los Angeles, right. Wilshire and Western, simple, clean. Yeah. This not so much. No, this is the opposite of clean. This is someone trying to be fun and failing intensely. Yes. Um, but there's a very good uh, comedy uh, club just by a mattress store upstairs there. Yes. So I got trained, and then we went to a Chili's for the only time I've been to a Chili's in my life. And then I came back to Yuba City, <laughs> and I worked at the mall for a month having children sit on my lap mm-hmm. um, and chit-chat with me about what they wanted. And then I spent a lot of time at um, the record store and the bookstore because that was before the bookstore closed. Bookstores don't do well in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of ahead of the curve. They, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Christian bookstores do okay, mm-hmm. but bookstores not so much. No. Bookstores, uh, you know, portals to to other worlds, to hell. Don't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. A teenage Santa is. I, I have a lot of questions about the process. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you said that you would then go hang out at the bookstore and the record store. So okay, so do you do that before and then go change somewhere? Yes, or, or yes, or like during my lunch break, but I would get there like beforehand, or I would hang out afterwards. But there was this sort of like staging area in one of the um, the unrented like locations. It was oh. very sad, and my yeah. elves were like um, one my of elves. <laughs> one of them was missing many teeth. Mm-hmm. Like the older one was missing. Well, it's like, all that candy. Uh, <laughs> Be careful. Um, and I, to th- it's been a long time, but to this d- day, I distinctly remember her consuming a bean burrito she had gotten at the food court um, with... How do you keep all the beans in? No, I know. teeth! It's like... Sorry. You uh. would think a bean burrito is a thing that you can really handle when you don't have so many teeth. And it was rough. <laughs> um, oh, no. And then the other lady was also just purest trash. Okay. Um, uh. And I like would come out and sit down and they would bring it to me and they would Tell me the kid's name, and I would be like, "Oh, ho, ho, I know." Um, <laughs> I was I've been watching you all yes. year. <laughs> um, and then, like, the children would tell me um, the dumb toys that they wanted, and I tried to prevent, uh, like, present them with uh, a sense of like m- magic and mystery. Um, but it rarely went well. Though <laughs> there was this one, um, a, a blind girl came and like felt my beard and got very, very excited and started crying. Aww. And that was very sweet. A Christmas miracle. I also just didn't, uh, uh, like I didn't grow up with the idea of Santa and my mom had been virulently anti-lying about Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was weird to go and do it. And also that it was her idea. Yeah. yeah. She wanted you out of the house for no, something. She was just like, it pays well. <laughs> Did it? Yes. It paid like $12 an hour in the 90s, let's be honest. That's good. Um, yeah, that is good. Yeah. Okay. I was making that at my last retail job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you change in one of the unrented <laughs> spaces, which is yes. so sad. Did you make friends with any of the other Santas? No, because you were never there at the same time as the other Santas. And I had a great deal of curiosity about them. I wanted to learn about them. (laughs) And periodically, the elves would gossip. Um, But they were... Because, like, the Santas... The Santas were all, like, dudes who would work, like, um, four or six-hour shifts, and we were never there at the same time. Mm -hmm. But the elves were all working, like, 40 to 50-hour weeks. Yeah. uh, And they were just, like... Because they were also, like selling photos and stuff like that and they had to, d- to be like pushing that shit hard and my job was just to provide a sense of magic okay yeah because if you're an elf you're never alone you know right. there's <laughs> other elves always it's part of the thing if there was one elf that would be sad yeah. and weird like one one elf is high fantasy mm-hmm. multiple elves Christmas that's Christmas yeah. Yeah. and that's how you can tell one time my dad came and was Santa at uh, my preschool and my mom had like, I, I I was also was not raised believing that Santa was real, but I recognized that his hands were calloused, and I started telling everyone, "That's my dad. That is not Santa." <laughs> um, and they had to place me in another room. <laughs> you know, they're gonna find out eventually. 
I love killing people's dreams. Um, <laughs> but no, there there was no situation of uh, of people identifying me because they were, let's be honest, very small children, and my town, you know, not really thinkers. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which and with not being a thinker comes basic trust. Yeah, and so they never suspected anything. You also said uh, that you spent a birthday at the Mall of America. Yes. What's Let's hear about this. (laughs) I lived in Minnesota for three years, and the only thing I understood how to do that was fun for my first year was to go to the Mall of America. Mm -hmm. Which, if you have you guys have you? I have been. I have not. Okay, the Mall of America is amazing because you're like, this is the largest mall in America. It (laughs) must be cataclysmic. And the thing is, is in the (laughs) middle there is Camp Snoopy. Fine, but the mall itself, sure, is just a mall that keeps going. (laughs) Like it's just, oh, I'm in a mall. I'm in any mall. Mm -hmm. It's just there are three Abercrombies. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's the same things over and over again. Um, A bad, a bad comedy club there. Um, And I remember a place with too many margaritas. That is not what I did. They had. Page the variety of <laughs> margarita, like alcoholic slurpee machines that they had running at all times, more than you can imagine. Was it a Margaritaville? It was not a Margaritaville. It I was, had to ask. It was unbranded, but it was okay. it was numerous as the stars. It was Margarita Town. Yes, it's not related. I went to the Mall of America and I watched Practical Magic, um, and then someone went. Yes. I went to <laughs> I went to the food court and I got food from the there was a food court place that sold the sort of food that they have at the Minnesota State Fair but year round. Whoa. So cheese curds, <laughs> oh, walleye pike oh. on a stick. Um and so I Were got there ch- any like deep fried like Oreos and shit? Yes. Oh I didn't my. get those. Year round. That's it's a dangerous. Hazard. Yeah. It's dangerous. That's a public health hazard. Yeah. Um and so I got walleye pike on a stick and cheese curds, and then I went to um, a bathroom on the third floor <laughs> and cried because I was alone on my birthday. <laughs> Whilst eating the cheese curds? I was done with Okay, that. great. That yeah. sounds like a mess. Paige, you probably assume <laughs> fat depressive cries while eating a lot, but no, those things really aren't in the same I place. wasn't assuming anything. You just didn't tell me. <laughs> that's fair. That's I just fair. didn't know. Are I mean, they... who hasn't cried? You said this was your 23rd birthday, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who has not cried every birthday between 19 and 25? <laughs> every birthday of their lives, right? Okay. But the thing I do need you to understand about the Mall of America, Emily, is that there is a small airport for buses on the bottom floor. What? There is just like this like thing where all of the buses can just cruise through and people can get off and get on. Because so many tourists come through? And yes, just so many people. Because also, wow. um, like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a schlep away from um, the city. But then also there are all of these uh, hotels around the Mall of America for people who come from, what the fuck you buying in South Dakota? <laughs> you know? So, like, when it's Christmas is coming up and, you know, you're a lawyer or something in South Dakota, you, like, drive five hours to the Mall of America, you stay at a Best Western, and mm. you just, like, shop. That sounds like a perfect vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that when I, when I went to the Mall of America, I was in Minneapolis, and I took a lift... And I just remember being like, this is far. This is, <laughs> is going to be an expensive trip to the Mall of America. So I had not been to Minnesota in 20 years. And I, I was recently there for work. And I took the bus route that um, goes down. Because 
while I can afford a lift, everybody, I wanted the authentic experience of showing up in a bus at the airport for buses mm-hmm. and going up. And then I got to one stop away, and they were like, "Ah, oh, no, the buses are no longer going." It, like there was, it was like a, it was. They were doing some sort of repair work, so we had to go get uh. on a different bus. And I was like, no, I'm not getting on that different bus. And I didn't go to the Mall of America. Wow. Because it wasn't what you signed up for. Right. No. That is a commitment to the experience. I and wanted, that if it is not the experience, you're not doing it. No, I wanted to be whisked over the course <laughs> of 50 minutes from downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> I wanted to get off and just mm-hmm. take an unending series of escalators. <laughs> I feel like they should have told you, you know? Yes. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people were trying to do that, right? right? Um, yeah. Um, the, the city of Minneapolis's obligations. Oh, I just realized, no, it was the light rail. I was taking the newfangled light rail that they uh, had built since then mm. that was supposed to whisk me there. So not as good as... That's sto- more of a whisk, yes. a light rail, yeah. Um, but earlier, or last month, last month I went to the oldest mall in Italy. Tell Whoa. us. Um, it was the Galleria Ema- uh, Vittorio Emanuel, mm. um, which is glorious, and in the middle of it, there is a mosaic of a bull and you are supposed to spin on its testicles on your heel for good luck. And all of the stores were too fancy. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, Those two things don't match, no. in my opinion. And it sort of made me mad because I feel like you should have things at a mall that are ex- like accessible. And it doesn't need to... like it's You need... like. Um, a boba tea place or yeah. like something where you can just like have a relationship with the mall without having to like fully engage a fucking candle store you know anything totally yeah we yeah. fully agree that like malls at their core are like accessible to everyone right yeah you what need to be able to loiter there and feel valid what was like the history be like behind this being like the oldest mall in italy Oh, it was like, like it was like a marketplace or like Yes, it like in the 1860s they like put like it's beautiful, like a glass covering over <gasps> like two streets. So it oh. it really does oh. sort of like feel like a That's no, cool. a mall. You know? Yeah, so they kind of turned it into a mall. Caruso's yeah. next project is like recreating that mm-hmm. in Burbank. Really? That is I want it well. to be. <laughs> I'm pitching it. It feels true. Right now. If you spread that Caruso, rumor, I think people would believe it. it. Yeah. Well, I do think um, I've never actually been to that thing in um, in Beverly Hills that is trying to be like... Oh, that weird little like side street? The, uh, like the we're fake. a corner in Italy. Right. Um, oh, I don't know It's weird this. and stupid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cher walks out of it with bags. Like, it is oh, the okay. only respectable... It is the only mall experience that she has that I don't consider to be an indignity to her. <laughs> That's a strong stance. Yeah. Okay, got it. You also said... and I, Listen, we've debated, do strip malls count? We're going to talk about them. You said that you you would build strip malls? Yes. Um, my dad uh, worked construction, and he had his own business for a while. So um, several of my summers were spent um, doing concrete on strip malls that were next to other strip malls in Sacramento because Sacramento is entirely composed of strip malls stacked upon each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was always like fun to fantasize about what the strip mall would be afterwards yeah. and to go to the rundown strip mall that was next to it for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you could sort of ghost of Christmas future right yeah. there. Yeah. Did you ever like revisit them when you were done? Um, I legitimately don't know where they are <laughs> in Sacramento. <laughs> uh, and my father is now dead. So I really, I tried to be like, hey, that Olive Grove one, I wonder what happened to it. And I have no idea. Uh, yeah. But there's one in the town next to us, but it's just got like, it's not fun. It yeah. doesn't have fun things. I bet in it's it. like a barber shop, um, a laundromat. Here's the thing: if you live in an area that does not have Thai food technology, um, <laughs> like you're probably just gonna be disappointed by. I feel like I need a nail shop and yogurt and Thai food mm-hmm. to really feel like I know where I am in a yeah. strip mall. And in LA, I feel like a donut shop. Too. Yes, yes. That's. But the yeah. thing is, is like in rural Northern California. It's just a donut shop owned by a Caucasian family. I don't want that. You no, know? thank you. I don't need that. No. Not, we're out. Yeah. No thanks. It's time. Are you guys ready to talk about the fucking store? I, I was so excited that this was on your list. I've been wanting to talk about it forever. It's American Girl Place. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tell us about your relationship with American Girl Place. Well, as um, a man in his early 40s, it wasn't (laughs) the traditional path um, (laughs) to the American Girl Place. Um, 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 So my parents uh, raised my niece because my sister wasn't into that. Um, and yeah, sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my mother uh, had heard about the American Girl dolls from an interview with Julia Roberts <laughs> and decided that they were a good thing. America's American Girl doll in a way. Yes, really. Um, Very inclusive. If you uh, think about Pretty Woman and all that, yeah. Do you guys know stand-up comedian uh, Justine Marino? Mm-hmm. The amount of hair that she has, I always just tell her, you look like you look like an American girl. It's all <laughs> she just has a very specific amount of hair. <laughs> um, but um, my mom got my niece uh, a bitty baby, which is your gateway American girl to all. Yeah. And then um, when they brought her, my mom was like, "Oh, we have to go. It, we need to take it to the hospital. There was something <laughs> wrong with it." So they had to take it to, <laughs> it wasn't a hospital, it's more of just sort of like a first aid clinic. Um, <laughs> it's an urgent care. <laughs> on the first floor of um, the uh, uh, American Girl Place. And then we experienced it, and I really love, there are some stores within a mall that are a door within a door. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you walk into a store and you're in a place, and sometimes you are on a journey and being transported. <laughs> and I really feel like, it does the job that, like, it usually takes a Nordstrom to do, you know? <laughs> to be in a place and have so many experiences because the bottom floor was, like, these are the dolls that you can make to look like yourself unless you have um, hair that is not Caucasian or Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go upstairs and you start getting into, like, the journeys of all of the girls. Um, and they are, like... After the Met Ball this year, there was a lot of argument about what's camp. Um, <laughs> and I think you need to take a journey through the second floor of the American Girl Doll wow. store. Yeah. Oh, I love this. That feels true. What's camp? Because <laughs> Josefina's journey is both a riveting tale of 
like American colonialism <laughs> and also gross. <laughs> like it's it's all just this game of like it's so cool that they're learning about this stuff, but also under such tr- like trite terms or it, it, like it's weird. And I just loved this system of essentialization and. It's like for such a long time, the only East Asian doll um, was what was her name? She was just Amy's friend. It was just <laughs> like oh, um, Julie's friend. Julie's Amy. friend Amy. Yes. Julie's friend Amy. <laughs> um, and like it was just so marginalizing. Why can't she have her own unique experience in the seventies? Right. Um, or like you know, the, you have the doll of the year who are always representative of experiences and the way that they would try to capture Zeitgeist and also shut some people up at the same time <laughs> um, with uh, the girl of the year. And then, um, I mean, and then I discovered Rebecca Rubin, um, <laughs> who uh, is um, the uh, the Jewish American girl doll. And um, she is an actress. Yes. But uh, like when I told my best friend from college um, that this doll existed, um, she said, uh, which garment factory fire did she die in? <laughs> and the thing is, is like, no, you perfectly caught what year she lives in. Yeah. Like you, but I mean, and the thing is, is like, it's also wonderful. It's also a place that is for nine-year-old girls. And that we don't have places that are for nine-year-old girls where they have a sense of agency and power. And also the American uh, girl place like cafe is simultaneously stupid and wonderful. (laughs) And I just love so much that it is a place where these like retire, like these people who society says know your place to are a little bit getting to like it know it's for them, be in charge a little bit and just sort of the, um, seeing little girls like, speak up a little bit for like I oh no that's that's what I want mm-hmm. like um just it it filled me with happiness because th- there is something so wonderful about the fact that it's showing them all of these different kinds of mostly white people <laughs> well not so, anymore oh there, there's a there's a second uh, black main cast doll right so now there's melody uh-huh. and so that is during like uh, the civil rights era, but she's also like a singer. And then there's um, there's in Addie. In, there's Addie, and then a, uh, there's in Hawaii. There's uh, what's her name? She's so cute. Oh, I loved all of her clothes. Well. Yeah. So much. I have a picture of her name, but I can't. Where are you? But I, I feel what you're talking about. I definitely yeah. when I was there today, I heard a little girl running around, and she stopped and she went, "Is this one me?" <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's great. Up to you. I mean, I was, like, obsessed with American yeah. Girls. Like, it was my... Because, like, I read all the books first. Yeah. I would just, like, compulsively read all the books of all the girls. Uh-huh. Because I, like, loved historical fiction. I was, like, that kid. Well, and and because they flesh it out and they do give you yeah. a world. And there are some of them that you're, like, really? That you're teaching them about this? Oh, go well, yeah. Some go of them ahead. get pretty bleak. Yeah. Like, there's uh, Samantha's an orphan, and then her friend is an orphan, but her friend works in a workhouse. Yeah. And, like, 
has to chop her hair off because another girl got her hair caught in the machine and got scalped. <laughs> and then there's like... <laughs> well, Kit ends up history. in prison. Um, a thing I think is interesting um, is the way that uh, girls are taught to relate to dolls as a third party and boys are given dolls that they act through. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's not universally true. I mean, you will sort of like Barbie Barbies, but like um, in a commercial, it is always girls describing what Barbie, a third party, is doing, and it is boys being like, give me your gun. Yeah. Um, well, but then I feel like also there's this thing now of like they have the, um, this, there's, I took a video of the truly me which is just this horrifying, um, you see all of these dolls, I don't know if you guys can see it from here, uh, sort of looks, they're all staring at you blankly, <laughs> and they're the various colors and shades that you can be, uh, different hairstyles. Choose a doll that's truly me. They they went hard, because like, there was a lot of criticism of it. It's like, you don't have enough, you know. They went hard. They were like, yeah. okay, we're going to have everyone well i mean and it's it's great like they also like there's a little diabetes kit there's crutches there's like it's like it's like a thing you can get like a hearing aid it's like they've made it so that it's like literally any they have like bald ones in every ethnicity yeah it's very much like we're covering every single base here also gives you a lot of accessories that you can need to buy yeah. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that was the true. thing that really struck me as i was like yes this is fun but if i was here with my child <laughs> i'd be so stressed out right yeah. there are so many little boxes I of know. incredibly cute miniature items they're so cute that you would want as a child and you could get out of there spending like six hundred dollars right um when i uh I got my niece, Rebecca Rubin, fully loaded. Uh, <laughs> the works. Like, <laughs> a small challah, maybe. Kiddush cut. I want like, to go in there and get one and say, give me the works on this one. And my mom opened up one of the little containers, and it had a little headscarf for her and a little like thing to pin it on. And my mom just immediately flung the little pin thing and it was just lost to the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now we need to buy a new one. Right. And so, but the thing is, is you have to go and buy like the entire set. Um, and I went and was like, I just need the pin. And they were like, no. They're like, that's <laughs> not real. Shut <laughs> up. Yes. How dare you? Did the- Go ahead. No, go, you go ahead. I'm just wondering if then that did, did afterwards, did she want all the other things? Like, you can buy, like, set pieces. You can buy them, like, a bed. Like, she never, she, she was not that sort of acquisitive. She liked it. She thought it was cool. She, like, at the end of the day, she was never that into it. Um, <laughs> but, like, sometimes she would, like, set up a little scenario to have it or her, like, out with her stuff. She also had Kaya, and I think who is the Native American one, and I think possibly Kaya's horse, and like that was just a lot of space. That's a large, a big. Yeah. I mean, I what I remember is that it was like they all have so many accessories, but every time I got a new little outfit because they are so like detailed and stuff, it felt like special. Yeah. So it feels easy to be like, okay, we're getting like one new outfit today because every little outfit comes like in elementary school. I was. Uh, you know, uh, a, a loser. And no. I was very into, like, I did a project. <laughs> we could do it on anything. And I did it on, like, how 
undergarments related to class in colonial times. That's amazing. <laughs> and so then Felicity's undergarments yeah. are fully historically accurate. <laughs> and I was so pumped. This is why I, like, I thought you knew about the permanent underwear controversy, know, which is a I tab on Wikipedia. Because I, I was like, oh my gosh, she has the foldable hoop that they had so they could get through doors. She has the little pocket belt that they would wear under the foldable hoop and then reach through the... <laughs> I was so excited. What's the permanent underwear controversy? There was a controversy in 2017 where they began printing permanent underwear on the dolls. So they, they sewed it on. No, it was like on the on, on, on the doll, like the, printed on the skin of on the this doll. One it says I, on the one I was reading. It says it was sewed on. Um, I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe they tried both. Let's get this right. This is important. <laughs> um, and people were upset because they said that it. Um, it would stifle the customization and devalue a well-established and successful brand from heirloom quality to be passed down for generations. <laughs> so, like, the problem being then, I guess, if you were to then pass down your American Girl doll to your daughter, she'd be like, this one's fucked up. <laughs> I guess you don't care about me. <laughs> I can't take off its underwear. <laughs> That's really important to me. <laughs> I get that it. must have been only for the truly me because all the other ones like Kit has little bloomers. Yeah. And then like Addie has little like the I don't know what you would call them, but they're not bloomers because they don't have elastic, but it's just the little like shorts with yeah. the lace on the bottom. They all have historically accurate underwear. I mean, I get it. It'd be <laughs> weird if like it was like a doll from a certain era and then it was wearing like boy shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, wait a second. These are from Aerie. <laughs> I suspect that this doll is not actually from that time period. I think the other thing... So I was kind of sad when I went in to see that there does seem to be way less of a focus on the books than there used to be. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. it's that's not... Even, like, in their little rooms upstairs, the books aren't even up there. Really? No, mm-hmm. they're just downstairs. My niece is 17 now. I am yeah. disconnected. <laughs> I will... Like, for a while, I would periodically just go through because I think it's a magical experience, but also I'm creepy. Um... <laughs> But um, no, I've read a couple of the books, I and the books, the books the books are wonderful, and they give you so much texture. And I also just loved the little um, sort of like dioramas that they would have of the girls yes. because it just felt you were like you were visiting a moment. Yeah, you know? yeah, it felt I, to me like being in like IKEA, but for dolls. I think that the thing about those books is the reason that the appeal was so much is because like almost all the books like they followed the same. Which, that's it. They retired the original books. But it's like they all follow the same arc of, like, neat, whatever. Then, like, you know. But they all are about, like, these, like, little girls, like, being brave and, like, taking a stand and doing something that matters. Like, literally, Kit goes to jail. (laughs) And then has to escape and help save her hobo friend. Well, I I feel like this... (laughs) This that's what happens. <laughs> this that's what gets, happens. She gets stuck on the train tracks and has to like cling on so she doesn't get hit by the train. I think that that did so much to sort of te- <laughs> teach like millennial and Gen Y kids like that you have the power to influence the world around oh, you. Oh, I was going to say that to have anxiety. <laughs> oh, I, if I read as a child that I might end up on train tracks. <laughs> I read the knockoff books, The American Diaries. I love those too, yeah. yeah. I won a writing contest, whatever. <laughs> the author signed my book. She wrote, keep writing. I did. I, 
I've told I tell this story all the time. It's not a big deal. But I don't know what led me to American Diaries and not American Girl. I I think American Diaries were maybe the tiniest bit older. Maybe like yeah. Kit definitely like at a certain point became my favorite because I was like, oh, we have the same, have haircut. The same haircut. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> and have continued to for. Uh, Decades. Yeah, I saw uh, her today. <laughs> she has the same haircut. It's the same thing, exactly. I held the bad movie against her. Like, I always... I never saw any of the movies. Disliked. I didn't like when they were making the movie. I didn't see it either. I just remember just resenting it. Just that it existed, it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Like Abigail Breslin. Yes. Weird. Mm. <laughs> they're, they're a whole thing. I mean, being in the I'm store... Sorry, wasn't there a doll actress available? <laughs> like, that's my question. <laughs> This actress's eyes are not creepy enough. <laughs> that is my one note she for blinks, them. And therefore, this is erasure. I feel like this is 2019. We've been making a lot of updates to the dolls. Let's make the eyes not creepy. That's my last. I don't know if it's possible to make not creepy doll it, eyes. Apparently not. Yeah. Because they're so creepy. Um, but I would also like to just. We haven't talked at all about the American Girl Cafe. Yeah. And I think we just at least need to acknowledge that there are at least two locations where a person can have um, <laughs> tea at like a full tea at the Grove. Mm-hmm. And why why haven't we? Wait, like, where's the other one? What? Cost, La cost Dure. twenty dollars, oh, I believe. Right, 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 right. Yes. Um I don't know. I, I don't guess know we either. should. We really should. <laughs> it uh, seems fun. That's what struck me about the American Girl Cafe. I didn't know you can't just like go in and have one thing. No. You pay a flat yeah. rate and you spend the whole time you do the different courses or you can do the tea. And the thing I find most important is they sure as fuck have a number of alcohol options for parents. <laughs> I, I would love to go there as a bit. Uh, you yeah. Know? yeah, wouldn't that as be a, so funny? If like, joke. Oh no, oh, this, this is a terrible time. Um, would, would you bring one of your dolls? Um, if I was with two or more people... I would bring one of the dolls, but how would I choose? Which doll? Would, yeah, no, that's it's, the question. It would be hard. So I, I had my first one was like, <laughs> my first doll was a looks like me one. And I recently discovered the little booklet that came uh-huh. with her that you like write in like about her personality. And I just named her my own name. Uh, oh, and that's then, terrible. Like all of the traits were just my traits. And it's like, who, who are her favorite celebrities? Shaq and Hillary Dove. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, then it was Felicity, Kit, and Addie. And I was the kind of child where they are still all in pristine condition. <laughs> Not a hair on their heads is out of place. Did you put them in those little zip bags? Where no, their I just sat them on a shelf. Okay. And was like, there you go, my, I don't like my friend. How they're, they're peering through a, a circular window. <laughs> yeah. It's very scary. They're just sitting on a shelf, and then I would like take them down and change. Like now we're putting on your springtime outfit. Here's your hat. And when I'm changing you, I can take off your underwear. So you just don't know which one you would bring. I don't know. How would I choose? How could I possibly? I guess you. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, the others would get jealous. Uh, yes, they yeah. would. They would. It be would so never be the same when you brought them back. <laughs> uh, I did notice now they have so many pets, uh-huh. and mm. they used to only have Coconut the dog, <laughs> and <laughs> and then some of the historic pets. Yeah. But now they have so many pets 
the uh, Pomeranian was sold out. So that's oh. clearly the most popular. And then it goes the, with tea. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion. The hamster, a tiny hamster cage. And a little hedgehog cage. Did you see those? I did see the hedgehog. I was dying. <laughs> I There were so many tiny things where I was like, what if I bought this for decoration? <laughs> like, I what if you, I, I love the tiny this. deviled eggs. Uh, those are fun. The doll's terrifying. That's, yeah. that's uh, how I feel. That's fair. Their Overall. doll of the year last year was like a STEM doll. Oh, that's well, exciting. Yeah, like her whole thing was like wanting to be an astronaut. And then the one this year is like, my family runs a farm where we throw events. Blair. <laughs> Blair. Her name's Blair. Who is wearing a dress that I for sure own. With the little bees on it. it. Ha- yeah. It's white cotton with bees it on it. And I was like, like fuck. They were, still hev- they, were, they were still heavily featuring the previous year as well. They were, I forget they still her name. Had all her stuff. But I, Blair's I right there that. when you walk in. She's in her waitress outfit. She also is a surfer at the family's restaurant on the farm. I don't really know yeah, what's I happening. Think it was like they Here's just- the thing that I've never really thought about before, but Blair really raises some issues um just really uh, taking a tough eye and trying to figure out which of the american girl like story dolls are gonna be gay um (laughs) because you predict blair well yes just in the way like like the way that chopped jr is just like our premier forum for like (laughs) queer 11 year old (laughs) girls who really just know how to manage 30 okay, minutes. Okay, then I guess MasterChef Junior is where uh, all the boys are at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I mean, gay boys have singing competition shows as well. Um, but, like, Blair does get, maybe not, but she does strike me as, um, you know, potentially having some, like, earthy vibes. <laughs> that feels right. Yeah, is it the farm thing? Yes. <laughs> I always now think about they discontinued Molly, but I bet Molly. Which one was Molly? The Pigtails World War Two one. Oh yes, yes. They discontinue like they started just like discontinuing them like really popular. Molly ones. had glasses as an aspect of yes. her personality, yeah, right? She yes. had <laughs> just perfectly round glasses. The glasses are very funny that they put on the dolls. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They're always like this. They're like not. They like don't fit yes. on their faces at all. <laughs> it does kind of look like when a little kid has like those plastic glasses yes. or like those goggles for playing soccer or whatever yeah. <laughs> but on yeah, the little they doll they have not figured out how to make cool glasses for them yet I also do like there are certain things that they try to give them but like due to the way they're made they like can't like I saw one that had chopsticks but they can't like hold chopsticks their hand is just like in a shape <laughs> right so it had these little like extra plastic pieces <laughs> that like Aww. hold the chopstick onto her hands <laughs> Very funny. Mol- <laughs> Molly and Ivy, the I would assume that they were Ivy's chopsticks because Ivy was Chinese American, but Ivy the other glasses American uh, American girl doll, <laughs> if I remember correctly. I remember reading that she was discontinued at one point and people were furious. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I most of the books that I read were about I, uh, Ivy and Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when, like, that came out, like, when it was, like, Julie, our 70s doll, my mom was, like, oh, fuck, I'm old. <laughs> that, like, the 70s doll was, like, a historic one now. Now yeah. they have, like, a 50s one, which is just, like, a white girl in the 50s, which seems really boring. But then I was, like, oh, her thing is, like, that she had polio. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. And is now, like, an ad- a big advocate for, like, the polio vaccine. So they have, 
like multiple displays. So every doll upstairs yeah. has its own, truly like IKEA room-sized yeah, area like, like with multiple display. displays. And there was yeah. this. Did you take a picture of this poster that says "Stop Polio, yes. Get a Shot"? This was the uh, dog in the in the girl in Hawaii. I mean, the the richness of the spaces they create for them this is amazing. So yeah, I mean, you can tell this this. I, I don't know if people can see. You can pretty much tell it was definitely drawn by one of the employees. <laughs> it's col- colored mean, it's, in with, with permanent markers. It's supposed to be drawn by a nine-year-old. So. Well, <laughs> I guess I don't know. It's the, the artwork isn't signed, so I can't say for sure, but I, I hope. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, like Josefina's little setup. They, they did such a good job. They're doing good work. There is a focus on domestic work for the historical dolls Mm -hmm. that is like accurate, but also reductive. It's kind of weird because it's like, okay, yes, obviously the whole idea is like they're historical, but it's like that comes with a lot, you know? Right. (laughs) And so I like the ones that are like set more now. Also... We have so many historical dolls, and I realize it's very... Um, well, it's because it's America-focused, but why don't we have a nine-year-old who was forced into a convent? Um, because <laughs> for so much of European history, I mean, <laughs> it's where you guys were shoved. There you know? are very heavy Christian themes in all of them, oh, except really? for Rebecca. I mean, all of them, because there's the art, the sixth, or maybe not the like one of the books of every six-book series is... Addie's Christmas, Kit's Christmas. And with some of them, not all of them, but some of them, it's like, they're into it. <laughs> like, it's like, not all of them, but some of them, it's like, this is a big deal. <laughs> Fucking Christmas. Um, let's move into our segments. Two segments. Okay, we have a very special we segment. Have such a treat. It's a treat for us. It's a treat for you. No, we I'm didn't know this was happening. We're so excited. I'm a little worried that you know the dolls too well and it's not going you're just well, going to be too good at it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I should I introduce the segment? Or please, we, please no, do. Please. Um, when writing for the television program Billy on the Street a couple of years ago, I wrote a game called Meryl Streep Roll or American Girl Doll. Um, and um, it never made the show, so I thought I would play it with you guys, okay? We're ready. Uh, I hold in my hand seven cards. I don't. <laughs> and each one is a name and a plot line. You have to tell me if it's describing a role Meryl Streep played or an American Girl Doll. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Maybe I should answer first. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Jill, a lesbian writing a tell-all novel about her ex-husband. Meryl Streep. That's correct. (laughs) Kirsten, a Swedish immigrant struggling to learn English and fit in as an American. You answer. American girl. Also, her friend dies on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Of a terrible disease. (laughs) Um, Karen, an environmental activist from the 70s. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Okay. Karen, a girl living on a colonial farm. Let's answer on one, two, three. Hmm. One, two, three. American, American girl. No, it's a Meryl Streep girl. <laughs> Rebecca, Jewish aspiring actress from the Lower East Side. American, American girl. Caroline, the daughter of a prominent shipbuilder trying to keep her family safe during the War of 1812. Meryl Streep? No, that's an American girl. Who <laughs> 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 Caroline! Where did she come 
from? You discussed Caroline earlier in the green room. Caroline? Oh, or is that some... I got to do some research. Yes. I don't know who Caroline is. Uh, you need to do some self-reflecting. Um, wow. She's... Uh, I... I think she I was discontinued. Francesca, an Italian immigrant trying to fit in in her new Iowa home. Meryl Streep. Bridges of Madison County. Okay, <laughs> okay. wow. That was Meryl Streep or American Girl. Um, we have two more segments. Uh, the first is one of our, our classic segments, Desert Island, and we have a fun theme song for it. that add something for you guys? <laughs> I'm not sure. So we're going to play a game with you. It's called Desert Island. Emily's going to describe a scenario. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. We're talking history. You are in Greece. Um, mm -hmm. And you decide <laughs> to go out into the water uh -huh. for a lovely time. And you're just waiting around, waiting around. And then the waves come. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fine. You're fine. But it did bring a turtle out there. Yes. And this is a strong turtle. Yes. And so it pushes you out to sea. Uh-huh. Like really far. Consensually? Um, Am I into it or no? You're like, I'm, you're like, I'm concerned, but this <laughs> turtle does seem to know what it's doing. Okay. So the turtle is just like dragging you out to sea. You're like... I don't know, you uh -huh. know, nothing I can do about it. You lose sight of land. You don't know where you are. Three days pass. You end up on the island of a Greek goddess uh, uh -huh. from the Odyssey. Your, your uh -huh. choice, you know. We yeah. got Circe, we got Calypso, up yeah. to you. <laughs> but they're gone. Uh -huh. So you're all alone yes. on this island. And you're like, oh no, what am I going to do? You're walking around, you're walking around, you're walking around. On your fifth walk around, all of the sudden, there's a mob. <laughs> and so you're going to be on this island for 15 years. Uh-huh. What five stores do you want to be in that mall? What? Desert Island. A great question. <laughs> this is a magnificent question. We're going to open up with a Cinnabon. Perfect. Oh, That's gonna, a good choice. We're going to open up with a Cinnabon. Um, and then we're going to need uh, clothes for me to wear. And the only option for clothes to wear, there, I, I, for those of you listening at home, I'm a creepily gigantic man. And in the United States of America, <laughs> there are two shops for gigantic men. Th they're owned by the same company. There's Destination XL or Rochester. But the Rochester is the expensive one where um, if you are a film producer who got me too, that's where you buy $1,000 sweaters. <laughs> um, but there's no way that there is a Rochester on this tiny little Greek island. So it's just a Destination XL, which is just, you know, basics, T-shirts with things that I don't want on them and jeans that have too much embroidery on the pockets. <laughs> um, this is island you. Yes. Um... So for uh, number three, I'm going to have um, a small United Artists Cinema. Um, <laughs> oh, that is very classy. Thank you. I it's love it. It's only three screens. Um, <laughs> most of the time, it's just going to be playing Avengers Endgame on every screen. <laughs> um, but I like the smell. Yeah. Um, 
<sighs> All right. Now, these are the... <laughs> I'm going to go with a Yankee Candle. Oh. Not that I want to buy candles, but I like that there's a Yankee candle there. <laughs> I, like, I'm always just going to walk past it, and I'm going to be like, that place. But I feel like a mall needs somewhere that you walk past, and you're like, that place. Yeah, and any mall, no matter how small. Yeah. Needs you need to be able to walk into a store, pick up a candle, smell it, put it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love anthropology. I've said it before. Um, yes, absolutely. And then... This is tearing me apart. Um, it's only fifteen years. That's I okay. get that. Can I get? <laughs> can I get Amazon? Hmm. Like one of those Amazon stores. Like no, no. I just mean like mm. I would like to have access to books, but I don't want to waste it on a bookstore because it will go immediately out of business. <laughs> because uh, well, that's up to you, Amazon. isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you want a bookstore, it'll stay in business. Um, but. I mean, it would be cute if I said, like, be Dalton and rhapsodized about how much a be Dalton meant to me and how much I like being able to get tabletop role-playing books there. Maybe I could play tabletop role-playing games with Calypso or Cersei, depending on who it is. <laughs> if it's Cersei, maybe she could turn some of the pigs back into sailors and they could play with us. But I'm not going to go for that. I'm going to go for a CB2. <laughs> sometimes you just want glasses that are not the shape that glasses should be um and uh a, a couch that isn't comfortable but does work with everything in your living room and i've got to understand that i'm on a desert island i'm going to be constructing where i live out of you know shells and driftwood and stuff like sure. that and just like basic grays and then some statement orange pillows are going to pull that all together. You're going to want a lamp that is also a sphere. <laughs> You're just going <laughs> to. Exactly. And that's more important than reading. That's more important than I reading. I believe that. I really yeah. do. They'll probably have like some catalogs or something near the front door. You can read those. Yeah. And maybe maybe there are s there's some literature on some of the indie films playing. Yeah. Also, I just want to be clear that my diet on this island is going to be whatever fish or shellfish I can gather, popcorn, and then one Cinnabon a week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like there will be weeks, Sounds though, where you break? Where you're like, Cinnabon every day. Fuck I mean, it. There's the, danger, there's the danger that that would have happened. I should have balanced this better. I should have probably gone for backstage. Um, Emily spoke of her great love of a nice Mongolian barbecue, which you can really take in a number of different directions, or like a Panda Express. But, I mean, I went with Cinnabon, and it's like... You it's know, what your heart told you. You want to know what the saddest thing about this mall is going to be? Yeah. Every goddamn day, that girl is going to make a like an entire tray <laughs> of caramel pecan bonds, and I'm never going to get a fucking caramel pecan bond. <laughs> because if you think my relationship, at least I'm going to acknowledge the Yankee candle and like smell it. And honestly, once I started talking about that CB2, I was seriously like, maybe there are some more sophisticated candles in there that I could get. Um, <laughs> but those fucking pecan bonds, I will literally never get one of those. <laughs> Okay, final segment is Shut Down, Rebrand, Expand. And you bet your ass we have a fun song for it. I like this one a lot. Shut Down, Rebrand, Expand. Oh, my. It's adding something. Shut Down, I think it's going to fade out here. Expand. There we go. Okay, it's Shut Down, Rebrand, Expand. <laughs> 
Uh, we're going to do things a little bit <laughs> different. Um, uh, <laughs> we're innovators. <laughs> since we're here at our live show with an audience, we're going to take audience suggestions for the three stores that we're going to play, shut down, rebrand, expand with, prices, right, rules, yell, whatever the fuck you want. Go. Don't be scared. What's please, your favorite store? Go. <laughs> limited okay, two. Limited Fantastic. Two. Okay. JC Penny. And I heard Express. Express. Okay, we have limited two, JC Penny, and Express. Okay, so it's like Fuck Mary Kill. Yes. But with stores. Okay. So you're gonna choose one to shut down, one to rebrand, and then you know. We'd love it if you tell us how. Mm-hmm. And then one uh, to expand. So limited to JCPenney Express. Uh, the trouble with this is that I, as a man, <laughs> do not understand the nuances of the difference between the limited to and express. Mm. Can I get someone from the audience to explain to me the difference <laughs> between the limited to and express? Yes. Do we have a volunteer? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, by grown women, are we talking about a Chico's direction here? No, no, no. Oh. Somewhere in between. Limited to is, yeah, for children, oh. like little girls. Okay. And expresses for, like, our age. Like, remember the Britney Spears song where she's, like, not yet a, she's not a girl, not yet a woman? Yeah. That's kind of where Express lives. <laughs> okay. Um, and limited to this is like sassy girls who are like finding themselves. Yeah, it's like um, it is. It is that, but very childish. Okay. Yeah, it's very. Oh wow! So just to give you a sense. Oh, yeah. that's horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always, okay. Um, but JC Penny, you're you're set. JC Penny, I understand so intimately. You cannot imagine. Um, all right. Um, I am going to shut down the limited two because that thing with the you and your Elizabeth having a similar outfit, um, horrified me. Um, or no, 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 I'm sorry. No. Okay. (laughs) I am rebranding the limited two because I feel like... To the justice, only you guys. These get it. young women, these young women are being condescended to in a way that is um, not okay. Um, so they, it's going to be rebranded so that it is only selling like 1980s style business lady wear, <laughs> but for juniors, <laughs> um, blazers, very very long skirts. <laughs> Things only in shade, like grays and rusts. Oh, are you describing browns. what my orthodox cousins wear? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, it really is. No, it is just that. Um, but with a little bit more Sigourney Weaver to it. And then the thing is, is you can still dress it up with stuff from Claire's, you know? Um, but it really is just a store that is like um, imagining power in our 12-year-old girls. I love it. And it's also going to have um, more little books for them, but it's going to be um, <laughs> like lean in, but for them, you know? <laughs> um, and then um, 
the express i am going to shut down um because i don't entirely understand what it is i feel like i'm <laughs> failing you guys no you're doing great um but it's only because i really want to expand jc penny <laughs> um and a lot of people are like but jc penny you know it, it's a flagship store it is at the corner of so many of our favorite malls and they are going out of business and they are leaving and it's hard and i want them to cut a middle path where you know sears is like oh we have clothes but also a tractor um <laughs> and um nordstrom is like oh we have clothes but then also we have better clothes and sometimes a man who is playing a piano um and i want jc penny um to appeal to like that sort of middle path of middle class customers who really um you know don't know where they're supposed to go and Mm -hmm. are largely fleeing to the internet um so I want them to also do home mortgages. Um, <laughs> just like <laughs> solidly middle class people that way. Because the question is, why am I showing up to brick and mortar retail when I could just be looking at something online? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time it is like, you can try it on, but here also you can service your mortgage. <laughs> you know, And it's up at the top level and you're going to have to go there when buying a home and you get some cute outfits along the way. Hey, maybe take out a mortgage for a little bit more than you guys have a sizable down payment, a little bit more than you need to. New uh, new wardrobe. I like yeah. this because it's also a job creator. Exactly. <laughs> and also it it's also a way of um, being economically prohibitive to sort of say, "Oh, hey, you rent, maybe go to Marshalls, you know?" <laughs> Fine. Um, I will. Um my this is strip mall related content, but my mom buys me everything that she buys me for Christmas, um, even though we are Jews uh, at Marshalls. But she always buys me those other things that are at Marshalls. Like that's I love Marshalls. Yeah, and so I would also in my expansion of J.C. Penny, I would like them to also have just like old chocolate covered almonds for no reason. I uh, buy those. That's for me. <laughs> Last episode, I talked about how I've been living off these little bags of nuts I've been getting there. <laughs> and now if they stop having them, whenever they run out of that specific runoff order, I'm going to be lost. <laughs> You're going to starve to death. Thank you guys so much for coming. Um, we have one thing to say really quick. I'm so sorry. Can I just say, if you the, those fun theme songs were by the band Nice Legs. Please follow them at We Are Nice Legs. They are very sweet people. Follow Guy. Follow us. Email us. Thanks for coming. Thanks. Thank you for listening. It's been a great year. Thank you so much, everyone who has told your friends about how you like Mall Talk, who tags us on social media. It's been great. We love you, Mall Mice. We have so much fun doing it, and we really appreciate that you have fun listening to it. Hope you liked this one, too. Thanks. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.